Hi, my name is Cecilia George. And I am Braden Kirk. And we will be interviewing uh, Ben Spazuko from Hello World. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome. Hi, I'm hi, I'm Ben Spazuko from Hello World. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to start off, um, we wanted to ask about your three tracks that are going to be playing on the radio. Okay. One of which is Burn the Flower from Atlantic Witchcraft. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. So all three songs I picked are from different albums because I make a lot of music. Atlantic Witchcraft in particular was the result of uh, 50 songs that I recorded from winter break to us coming home because I finished the album uh, when we got home during spring break. So it was winter break to spring break. Mm. And I finished 50 songs and put my 25 not my 25 favorites, but the 25 that I thought worked as the best unit together on the album. And I thought Burn the Flower was the strongest of the bunch because it, it's a bunch of, of, it's like a collection of ideas that I use a lot, like semi-cryptic lyrics that are like sort of rooted in like US politics mm. and whatnot. But then it's so doused in just poeticism that it's not exactly obvious in the first listen. And then I wrote the whole song in an odd time signature. So instead of, you know, one, two, three, four, I made it 13. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, I was trying to write a song that sounded like Deerhoof. But if you've listened to Deerhoof, any Deerhoof, you know wow. that I did not, I didn't stick the landing. Like it's the, kind, it's, the, it's the kind of song that I'd write if I were, say, I don't know, more of a progressive rock musician, like, like that yeah. one other band. But uh, I'm very proud of it. And that's why I put a video out for it three months after the song came out when no one cared anymore. So next song. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so next song, Followers. Next song. From Ooh. Your most recent album, Octave. Uh, about I'm gonna, uh, well, first I want to say that I'm going to try to make sure that's still the most recent album in October. I, I could... Because y'all know I work fast. I don't want something yeah. big to happen in the next month that makes any of this out of date because I've had issues with that before with other stuff. Uh, so followers. Um, well, again, it's like witchcraft. I have to talk about the album before I talk about the song. Uh, I wrote the album because I had a few ideas. One idea was to write a song a day for like two weeks and then put the album out and have the songs just be out in the order I recorded them in so I wouldn't have to sequence it or anything. Then I had another thought where the key of each song would ascend over time. So I started with E because it's my favorite key. So it would start on E and then there'd be 13 songs and the first would be an E and the last would be an E. So Followers was song 11. So that was in D. Um, I recorded it, most of it actually in my living room. I brought like my setup downstairs into my living room because there was, I forget if there was a power outage or a threat of a power outage and I didn't really want to be upstairs for that. Maybe it was flooding. It was some something was going on, and I had a reason to not be in my usual setup. So I recorded most of it in my living room. So I don't remember what I don't remember what it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. In your most recent album, was it written mm -hmm. over the entirety of the pandemic, or was it some stuff before, some stuff during quarantine? Every song on that album was written in a two-week period. So every song, with two exceptions. Had it had, was uh, written and recorded in one day, so I would concept I conceptualized it at the beginning of the day, and by the end of the day, the song was done. Um, there are 
I, I'm going to say two exceptions to this one track, which I did, but neither are the ones that when I posted followers was all in one day. So expire, which you're not going to play because I didn't send it. Uh, I started the previous day and then on the last day of recording, I recorded two songs. Hmm. And then another day I also recorded two songs because I recorded something so abstract. I didn't want to put it on the album. So I wrote something new in its place. And so then what about uh, run from heaven? Okay. Run from heaven. I included because it's not from this year. Usually the approach I take on my music is that I only really pay attention to what I wrote this year and anything from before this year is irrelevant and I'll pay attention to it anymore. But I'm still very proud of that one. Um, before 2020, before Witchcraft, I did not use a DAW to record. I used a portable eight-track Tascam recorder. And I think Run From Heaven is probably the best song that I recorded over those over the three years that I used a, a, a doll list setup. And I thought that that belonged here because, I mean... I don't know. I have the history of, you know, Hello World all in my head, but most other people don't. So it's, you know, it's another perspective. It's, I used to sound like that. And now I don't. Moving on to the next sort of round of question is that we wanted to also ask if you were working on any other projects, or I guess, are you working on another album right now? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with sort of. See, the weird thing about the pandemic is that I haven't written just nonstop like I usually do. Like I mentioned before, Atlantic Witchcraft was the result of nonstop writing and recording for three months. Yeah. I haven't had anything remotely like that since coming home. Like I, I end up writing everything in bursts. Like Octave was written in a burst. I put out a thing for one of Bandcamp's special days called it Exercise and Self-Control, which isn't so much an album as much as it was forcing myself to spend an entire week recording and everything I recorded went uh, on the album. And it's like, it's, it's incredibly hectic. I don't recommend it. It's, it's a patience test. And then uh, the album I'm working on right now is called whole of infinity. Uh, I wrote the songs or wrote the skeletons for the songs two weeks after witchcraft came out. And I've usually I don't spend four months working on the same set of songs, but I made it a point early on to include other musicians on it, which Hello World has never really done. So right now I've enlisted uh, Misty from Honey Wild and Frequency Forge, uh, Luis from Ornamental, Paper Native and King Puzzle, a celebrated musician around these parts, Mm. and uh, uh, Danny from Sun Tunnel. Yeah, so they're all on board. And because there's so many factors here, I genuinely don't know when the album's gonna come out. That sounds really cool. None of the songs are finished. At least none of the recording. The songs have been fully written and composed and whatever since May, around when classes ended. But uh, yeah, that'll, I can't say when that's going to come out. Uh, I guess as far as other projects, that's the big one. There's an idea I keep coming back to called Falling Short of Heaven, which is going to be a normal album. And then I, lo- then I just lose steam and not listen to any of the recordings for three weeks. So I have a 33-minute wave file sitting on my computer that's like an amalgamation of all the instrumentals I had sitting around. And I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. Hmm. And then I also, I didn't mention this earlier. I filmed myself recording a good chunk of octave. So I have seven hours of footage that I plan to edit into some sort of a documentary. Not a great one, but it's something you can show people. Do you have hey, a YouTube channel you're putting that up on? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a Ben Spazuka YouTube channel. <laughs> All the hello world videos go there. There's some uh, live performances on there. There's probably going to be some other stuff, other non-Hello World stuff on there soon. Like what? 
Um, like not even music. Like I was just gonna review every game I've ever bought for my Switch. Oh, okay. But only the digital ones, so nothing I bought physically. I just needed, you know, proof of stuff. Mm. It's just just a way of changing things up. Like I bought, I bought a twelve dollar capture card, and it works way better than I thought it would. So I want to get my mileage out of that. For example. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like it's not all Hello World here. Nice. Okay, so <laughs> what does college radio mean to you? That's a good question because I don't listen to WTSR very often because I don't really listen to the radio. I don't really pay attention to the radio. But the community around WTSR is a very sturdy one. There's a lot of people that I've met through the radio station, people who I know are very involved with the radio station. So argue all you want about the relevance of radio in 2020 or even college radio in 2020. The fact of the matter is, is communities grow out of those radio stations. And I think as far as, I mean, as far as how, what does college radio mean to me? I mean, Hey, if this is the end of my music career and I like die in a week, my music will still be in rotation in automation at a WTSR. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Generally speaking, I just think it's good that people can unite over their love of music and have a place to do that. Yeah, yeah sure. Camaraderie is very important in music. Yeah, camaraderie is very important. I say recording almost all of my music entirely by myself. I also wanted to ask about, because I know you have a lot of cool album art and you have a lot of albums. Okay. So it's like, okay. where do you draw your inspiration for when you're like, do you try to match up the art to match the feeling of the album? Or is it like you just make Never. something and put it up? The, co the covers are almost always separate from the recordings. Like I had the cover for Atlantic Witchcraft the week before I recorded anything. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's, I mean, okay. So my favorite band of all time ever, of all time, will never change is Guided by Voices. And most of their album covers are sort of a collage style cut up from like old magazines and stuff. I know I'm not the only person at TCNJ who makes their album covers like that, but mm -hmm. you're not talking to Lucia right now. <laughs> I hope you do though, um, or someone does. Um, so I'll pull from that, but I don't really own too many of those magazines. I'm a bit of a hack that way. So I'll just look for PDFs online and edit them together that way. There's really no rhyme or reason to what I, to what I think looks good in an album cover. It's just, ah, uh, this might be cool and I'll throw it there. And I'll, because I'm you know doing it digitally, I can mess with the image as much as I want. Like the cover for Octave, I truly do not remember how I made it. I think it was from, a picture for like an old turntable ad and I don't remember what I did in between that and the final thing because it all happened so fast there's really no process to it but I made the colors explode cool so yeah, yeah. it kind of sounds like you just go in and mess around with it until it feels like it's complete yeah oh yeah because like I can get really carried away on covers for for a while like I'll spend 40 minutes on a cover and it sucks yeah. or I spend five minutes on one and I think it looks really good there's, there's no process to it. It's pure intuition. Nice. Coming off that, so being that you generally make music at home, how has the huh. college experience and being in that different environment influenced your music and how you produce it? Oh, God, so much. So the way I recorded at home for a year, when so because so, Hello World started October 2016, so I'm not counting anything I did before that. October 2016 with a portable 8-track recorder at home and then going to school in, in late August meant I couldn't really bring all my stuff. So a lot of recording at college is adapting to a different space, not having all the tools at my disposal for a while. I think 
I want to say throughout 2018, most of the recording I did at school was with a computer. It just wasn't a sophisticated setup at all, which is why all of the material I recorded in those periods sounds terrible. So I guess, I mean, and it was working, you know, in interactive multimedia and getting more comfortable with Logic Pro that got me uh, more comfortable with the idea of switching to using my computer to record instead of a fairly limiting A-track recorder. Now I can do whatever I want. Uh, and I guess a lot of it's also, you know, community. Like, I wasn't going to form a, like, I wouldn't have performed probably if I'd stayed entirely on my own. And so ha having a band rotating lineup and all ha around, I mean, it's, again, it's another aspect of community. Rec recording on your own is cool and all, but you got to talk to other people. And even if they don't care about your music, other people will still care about music in general and might just give you a chance anyway. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, like, like dead, dead serious. No one cared about my music in high school. And I made music throughout all of high school. So That's I guess college has affected thing. that. Yeah, college has affected Hello World in that people care about it now. Yeah, you come there's to an audience. There's more people. Yeah, that's more welcoming. Um, I think now, if there's not any more questions, because I feel like those were pretty solid, we can lead into you doing uh intro to your songs, if you want. Mm -hmm. So basically, mm -hmm. you just say your name and band, and then like how you want to introduce the song and okay. like say, do you want people to enjoy it or not? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you could include this if you want to, but because uh, there's something else that I can, that I, that I can address because it didn't quite come up and I think people need to understand this. So, all right, there's no question attached to this. I just want to say that some people have noticed over time that I put out a ton of music. Mm -hmm. But my band, my band camp has almost 100 releases and most of it's not on Spotify, but I'll put albums on Spotify, but not like EPs and all that. And people have asked me why I do that or what drives me to do that. And without getting into stuff too deep for radio, I'll just simply say that it's just something kind of inside me. It's a, it's, it's how my brain works. I have to always be making music mm. and there's a need to always put it out because I don't like sitting on stuff for too long. I get impatient. Which so that band, that band camp is where I can put anything I finish, anything I want. Like I don't put everything there. I do believe in finely tuned, finely crafted packages, which is why some of my favorite tracks that I recorded for Witchcraft didn't go in the album. They just didn't fit. Like a three and a half minute sort of no drums ambient track. I love it. I still I perform it if I can, but it didn't belong in the album. In hindsight, it did belong in the album, but I didn't think of that at the time. And then for Spotify, I think I don't like streaming because because there's no there's no money in streaming there's no money in streaming yeah and the little money that is there goes to the label really and not the artist so for when i do put music on spotify i try to make the experience a little worse like for a while i would just make the album cover text instead of the actual cover to deprive you of part of the experience uh witchcraft some of the tracks had samples edited out and yeah. then for the new album octave i changed all of the song titles to be anagrams because I really, really just don't like Spotify. And I think if you want to listen to Hello World and understand Hello World, you need to go to the band camp. And obviously don't listen to all 91 things and like 30 plus albums, because there's a lot of really bad stuff there. But I just think it has to be, it has to be addressed that I make a lot of music and I will continue to make a lot of music. And if you're not into that, then go, I don't know, go, I'm not the band for you. But if you like taking in a lot of music, 
if you're one of the people currently grieving over King Gizzard losing one of their drummers, then uh, you might like Hello World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Sorry. I just felt I had oh, to. Oh, no, that was that. good. <laughs>